Hello and welcome to the Geekatorium podcast number 68. Look, I'm going to keep this really short and sweet because this is a very long episode. We talk about a lot of stuff. There are spoilers because we're talking about WandaVision. We're talking about Snowpiercer. We're talking about Disenchantment. We're talking about For All Mankind. We're talking about God of War and all the other games that we've been playing. We have a sodium story involving Star Trek and we have a fantastic five of standout funny moments. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please make sure that you share it, share it with people that you know will love this podcast and make sure you hit subscribe and leave a review and follow us on all the social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, just search for The Geekatorium. And if you want to throw us a little bit of extra support, why not subscribe to us on Patreon where you will get access to a whole bunch of extras that are not available for anyone else. But without further ado, let's go into the podcast. Today I'm 15 away from my 50th podcast. You see, I'm I'm on 67, obviously, because yeah. you know, yeah, but yeah, it's a uh, wow. How does that Cause, feel? Because this is number 35. So yeah, no, it's 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 cool. It's 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 like wow, we we're, we're keeping this going, and I love it. <laughs> Almost 50. Almost 50. Yeah, yeah. This is this is my 35th. This is my 35th episode. How do you feel? I feel great. I feel great, yeah. and I, I still feel, you know, really thankful you asked me to pop on board. You know, oh, oh, just you know. just think it happened uh, three lockdowns ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, oh god, I want to oh, cry. God. Yeah, uh, but it's, it, it's you know, and I hope that the 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 people listening are enjoying my contributions. <laughs> I mean, like you've got the theme tune, and you sang the theme tune, and yeah. now there's a theme, yeah, so and, the, I, I, and the and the theme tune within the theme tune, the the, yep, the, the I, jingles. I think they appreciate those things, and you know, I think they appreciate the uh, the laughs um, and uh, your passionate defending of Lost. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they like our candle. Our candle. <laughs> Oh, look at you with the education and stuff. <laughs> I wasted it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my parents paid so much and now I do this. Um, yep. Yep. Oh, it's yeah. mad. Uh, How are you? So, you know, last week when I was well rested and uh, just feeling pretty good about things, mm -hmm. I'm on the other side of that coin now. Um, ah. I am. I am. I've just finished day five of a six day week. Um, yep. and I am tired. Uh, I yep. have, I've had to deal with, uh, I, I came back, I came back to work and heard these stories, uh, about, uh, people, um, coming to the shop to, um, to state their, uh, opposition to things that they shouldn't be stating an opposition to. Uh, and had, had I heard these things, had I heard these things, I would have kicked them out the shop well kick them like away from the shop and just like get out of my face i did like i said i'm so glad i wasn't here because like i would have told you to get the fuck out of my face really? like really like i don't even want to say what they were saying like on here because it's just it's just frankly i don't use the term i'm offended I don't really use that term. I will, if something mm. I'll be like, I don't like it or I don't right. get it or, you know, but what I was told, I was offended 
like proper offended and i just thought if you the the it's it's just nuts the certain there's certain conspiracy theories that people would rather believe than take a vaccine it's going to help it's it's so weird it's like you would rather believe that than than this Mm. get the fuck out of my face because yeah. that's offensive. Yeah. Like that is yeah. offensive. Like it's it's. Uh, I I may mention it in private, but it's it's just not. It's not for like for enjoyment. It's not something you'd enjoy hearing. It's okay. so it's so horrible. Um. So uh, so yeah. But I'm I'm trying to keep in better spirits. Uh, okay. I'm preparing for another gig, and I'm, that's exciting Yay. me. That's yep. exciting me. A gig of covers. I got mm. a new microphone. I hope you appreciate that, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> New microphone, yay! New <coughs> chair, chair still there, but oh, oh god. my god! So I'm right. I'm sitting. I'm sitting in the broken chair right now. Uh-huh. Um, so I got sent this chair, <gasps> listeners, dear listeners. I got sent this chair. I was very excited. Uh, it just felt like you know this is one of my first proper purchases using uh, donations that my lovely viewers on Twitch uh, have have uh, donated to me. Uh, that and and it's provided me with making things better, making me mm-hmm. more comfy, mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. And it's just like yeah. it just filled me with joy that this was that this was coming. So I I open up the chair. I open up the, the box. Right. I open up the box. And uh, as I get to the screws, the packet for the screws was already open. It's like it's like and it's like blister packs. So yeah, 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 yeah. every blister had been popped open with Ooh. all the, every single one. So so I get the instructions out, mm-hmm. and I'm like, ah, oh, that's sometimes that happens. Sometimes that happens. I guess you know. I I'm trying to keep positive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to keep positive. So I open it up, and it's and the instructions are like connect this bit to this bit, and I go okay. That's already connected. That's weird. So I carry on putting all these things together and I'm like, ta-da, it's there. And I sit down in the chair and it doesn't work. So like, not that that this is great for an audio podcast, but just to show Rick, I'm pulling the the chair. Look, this should be like up here. Yeah, yeah, like my one. Like your one. Yeah, this should be up. And... Oh God, I could hear that. Yeah. Uh, and what I, if it's back, I should pull the lever and it should pop back up. Yeah. I'm pulling the lever. Nothing. Oh my God. Uh, if on this side, if I, yeah. you know, waggle it, nothing happens. If I go on this side, what? <laughs> it just waggles. <laughs> it, 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 some might consider it helicoptering. Uh, yeah. it's that it waggles that much. It is oh my just, God. it's just so bad. So I, I, I contacted the company. Um, and it turns out the company is in China. Uh, oh, so, no. so, and, and, and this week has been Chinese New Year. So no one's been around at work. <laughs> no one's been there. Um, oh, but, mate. but they eventually, they eventually got back to me. And, and the funny thing was, is that, cause I said, they said, okay. Cause one, one thing they said was, have you tried tightening the screws? Yeah. Uh, as I was like, I cannot believe you have actually like, like I, that wouldn't have crossed my mind. Like that wouldn't have crossed my mind. So then um, eventually they said, okay, we're sending you out a new chair. Has your address changed? And I'm like, not in the last no. three days, no. Um, and then, and then, oh, hold on. I need to go on to my thing here. So then they open, uh, I, I, I sent them an email saying, okay, look, yeah. here is my address. But 
what do you want me to do with this other chair? Like, are we arranging a pickup? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What are we arranging? Like, what's... And this was the email they sent me. Now, you can tell these people aren't native English speakers. Go on. Dear customer, just help wait the new chair. If the new chair have no problem, let us handle the before chair. Thanks. Brilliant. So this is no longer the broken chair. This is the before the chair. Before chair. <laughs> so wait, is. wait, is the before chair? Is it like? Are you gonna have like a before and after photo out of after? You know, the chair is just you know it's it's on the Atkins diet. Uh, gone yeah. to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not really buff. <laughs> but I like the idea that like I'm gonna I'm gonna go sit in my after chair now. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it just feels. Would right. you like some afters in my after chair? <laughs> <laughs> Having some afterthoughts in my after chair. Oh, that's, that's so yeah, good. Yeah. I love so, that. so, so that's uh, that's been my week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's been Perfect. my week. Perfect. Uh, so that's been fun. What about yourself? How you been doing, buddy? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. Um, I can't complain too much. Uh, just you know, surviving. Uh, you know, again, it's that it's that key word of the last year: surviving. Surviving. I can't believe it's like. In nine days, in nine days, this time last year, I was flying out to the Philippines. So the 29th, because last year was a leap year as well, um, which is why it felt all the more longer last year. That one extra day made all the difference. Mm -hmm. But uh, on the 29th of February last year, I flew out to the Philippines. And I made it back in time for lockdown. I'm glad you didn't miss it. God damn, I wish I'd stayed in the Philippines. (laughs) <laughs> we could have done the podcast from out there as well. Yeah, yeah, it would be amazing, wouldn't yeah, it? Uh, yeah. But anyway, no, so I'm like, it's pretty mad thinking that I can't believe it's been a year, uh, almost a year of lockdowns. Um, but I'm okay. Like, I'm just keeping busy. Um, put out a new, I put out a new YouTube video today. I saw some of it. I was at work, so I couldn't watch all of it. I saw the yeah, first five minutes yeah. and I really wanted to get into the crux, the meat of what you were trying to say, because I, I, I was getting there and I was just like, this is interesting because you were, you were being very... Um, uh, sincere and very it, it felt like you were trying to tiptoe around something so that's why I haven't quite got to the meat of it yet ah okay well yeah it's um it's a, it's so listeners who who don't know um yeah. I you know I started streaming back in August and if you go online and you start streaming there are a few names that pop up um at, as streamer advice people you know yeah so the, the ones off the top of my head you've got um harris heller ashley christ um who else lj there's a few of them like that yeah mm-hmm. and what i found was is that if you typed in beginner obs or beginner this at the next thing you would find a video but the video wouldn't really be a beginner video it would be like someone who would have an understanding of what obs was already and would have a basic knowledge already whereas i'm like I have no knowledge of OBS. I have no knowledge of this like when I started. Um, and I think there's a lot of people starting streaming now who are in that same boat. Mm. And there's a gap in sort of the way that people are taught and stuff like that. So I started doing, because I, I love teaching people stuff. I love supporting people and helping people learn. And I love, because I love learning myself because I love, not only do I enjoy teaching, I enjoy learning with someone. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I decided to create a whole bunch of, uh, YouTube, uh, OBS tutorials and streaming tutorials and I've got ideas for lots of different ones that I'm going to do down the line and I'm going to draw on um, a lot of my experience as well as a comedian you know 10 years of you know 10 plus years of being a comedian 
I know how to talk to an audience. I know how yeah. to perform. So hopefully I can impart some of that knowledge as well, because a lot of people who are streaming haven't necessarily got that. You know, they, they, they play a lot of games and then, but then they realize as they start streaming, like, oh God, I've got to talk to people. So yeah. I hope that I can impart some of the stuff that I've learned over the last 10 years to help people. Basically, I want people to avoid making the mistakes that I made. And I hopefully I can do that by going, hey, this is what you can do, you know? Yeah, uh, So today, today's video is a bit of a weird one. Um, I had a whole plan. Today's video was going to be, um, and I've actually got them list. I've got like a, on my whiteboard here, I've got the name of the video that I was going to do, uh, talking on stream. So the whole thing was going to be about what do you talk about on stream? How do you keep that conversation going? What's your, you know, what do you do when, when you get to dead air time? How do you deal with that? And so on and so forth and give people some little tricks and stuff like that. What ended up happening instead is I had a, I had a chat, uh, with one of my mods, um, and we were talking about our streams. Um, and both of us sort of had like a, I was, I'm feeling a bit down uh, about the last week or so on my streams, because been, or the last couple of weeks, they've been a bit quieter than I was expecting or hoping. Mm. Um, and what ended up happening instead, I've made this video called um, What People Aren't Telling You About Streaming. Uh, in, and what I've gone into is people, you, when you go onto all these Twitch advice and everything like that, and how to how to grow your channel and all that stuff like that, they, they they make it sound so easy. They're like, oh, you just have to do this and be this and do this and this and this. What they don't tell you is that there are going to be days where it doesn't work. And mm. there's going to be times that you can't even identify why something doesn't work. Like yeah. you could have, like literally you could do something one, something one day that gets you a thousand followers and then the next day it gets you absolutely nothing for the exact same thing and so like my video today was all about like you know preparing not so much telling people how to deal with it but preparing people for you know you've got to be ready that this is going to happen like mm. you've got to be ready that um you're going to have days that are amazing but they're going to be followed by weeks of nothingness yeah. and that stream like and like also sort of going up against sort of the advice that people say where oh it's just you've just got to churn just uh, so you've just got to you just got to grind away you've just got to grind away and eventually it'll work and i'm like no it's not as simple as that like you can't just grind you've got to grind with a plan you've got to think Ooh. about what you're going to do and then you've got to reflect on what's not working um and essentially in this video it ended up me being just trying to get across that streaming isn't if you want to be successful in streaming or any creative industry any creative industry doesn't mm. matter yeah doesn't matter whether it's streaming content creation uh comedy music uh art theater mm -hmm. comic books whatever you can't just like if you're if you're a comedian you can't just go out and go right i'm just going to grind and do the same 10 minutes 10 minutes the same 10 minute routine for a year no no no, no of course not and no. eventually and eventually it'll work because i keep doing it that's not how it works. No, what you do no. is you go out and you find the bits that work and you keep them and then you, you ditch the bits that don't work or you try to work out why that bit didn't work. And then maybe that bit that you kept stops working. So you, you bring back an older bit and you, you keep evolving and changing. And I'm just, I was trying to get that across in the video and I hope it worked. I hope I managed to do that. Um, and if I'm being honest, like I did, I'm doing these advice videos and support videos for, for people starting streaming. But this one kind of felt more like it was for me. Yeah, you, you were know? talking to yourself, yeah. Yeah, kind of reminding myself, you know, that... You were Dave Lister being dad to yourself. That's yeah, what you were. Yeah, exactly that. I even flushed my guitar out into space. <laughs> uh, 
but it, just, it it did very much feel like it was like I made this video sort of like to essentially have a word of myself and be like, look, remember, it is it is long. You know, I've only been going for six months streaming. I've done very well in the time that I have been doing, but there's going to be hard times. It's going to be tough. It is February, blah, 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 blah. Just keep going. But make sure I'm being smart about it. Make sure that I am trying to work like... I, there's a couple of streams that happened this week and I know exactly like I've I've reflected on them and I've gone yeah I think this didn't work because of this reason so I'm ready to go back next week and go right so we're going to do this instead to make sure it works so. yeah well the, the the thing that I find interesting uh that it's kind of frustrating because obviously lots of people are starting any and again this is like any creative um mm. sort of outlet or or, or or I don't know any creative job that you want like whether it's yeah. streaming or if we were able to go out and gig and do stand up or music or any of those things, what uh, it becomes frustrating because obviously you have most of the time we have a job on top of a job, yes, basically, yes, and it becomes it's exhausting. It's you know that's why you have to have the energy for it. That's why you know when you get to our age, it becomes harder and harder and harder because mm. you just oh God, don't have the it. energy to do it. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. You know, like recently we would uh, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, uh, yeah. and we were talking about. Um, what Michael J. Fox did uh, to do Back to the Future. Oh, where, God, yeah, because he was still filming. He, he was still uh, doing Family Ties during the day yeah. and Back to the Future in the evening, and he was properly burning the candle at both ends, kind of working his ass off. Not something you can do when you get to our age. He was in his early 20s at that point, so he had the energy to be able to sustain that for, you know, I think it was like a month or so he had to do yeah. that. And that's fine, you know. You, you, I, I, you know, in my 20s, I would have had the energy to do stuff like, I can't do it now. Fuck oh, no. no. Fuck no. no but no, no. say, for instance, like one thing I remember um, I remember watching one of your streams and a guy got in the chat and was talking about how to uh, boost your numbers and all of that and one of the things he said was um, you've got to get a TikTok you've got to get a TikTok but at the same time that's not just extra work that's another job it's yes. another thing you have to focus a lot of attention on in order for that to grow so then you've got to use that to make that grow and then that to make that and it just it's like do you know what in a lot of ways whilst it's a it's a, it's a sound idea probably would work for someone in your 20s who's not working as hard as someone in their 30s going on 40 so it's it's mm. it's yeah i know so so uh, in some ways like i i know what you mean like like I, I, I use the term, it's a grind, but I do, as I say, I do try and grind with a plan. Oh, I God, am yeah, like, yeah, I know. You I know, know. I, I am like, right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to persevere with it. Um, I've got a, I've got a, a plan and I'm going to stick with it. Occasionally I might go, ooh, maybe I should change. Maybe I should like course correction or something like that. And then other times I'm thinking, no, just stick with it. It's going to be okay. Um, the thing that you were saying that I find very interesting is when you are taking comedy out and you're going that bit's not working that bit not that bit's not working and then you've got a bit and you're like okay tonight's the last night i'm gonna do it because i haven't written anything else but tonight and then the thing that's not working works, works. and then you're yep. like i have no idea what to fucking do now <laughs> yeah 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 i've done that so many times so many times we did that in edinburgh like me and ryan when we did the ray guns our first yeah. edinburgh show and uh, we did a preview and it was fine. And then we did uh -huh. two two shows. The first two shows just weren't hitting like we wanted them to hit. They really weren't. And we were like, okay, we're going to change this. We're going to take this out. We're going to yeah, take yeah, this yeah. out. Um, but um, we haven't rehearsed it. So let's just do the show tonight. And, and then we did the show and it went fucking brilliantly. Like <laughs> everything was perfect. And then we're like, oh, we, we've got a show. We don't have to change any of it. We just have to 
do it do with that. more conviction. Just do it with more conviction. That's the thing. I think mm-hmm. those those first two shows, we're just a little unsure of the show. We're a little yeah, uneasy about yeah. the whole thing. But I think once we knew we were going to get rid of some bits, we just sort of relaxed into it more. And it just ended up working more because yeah. we, we seemed more relaxed. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's like, it's, that's the thing. I, you know, I did say, you know, that bit doesn't work, so you change it or whatever. I say like, the change might not necessarily be rewriting. It might not necessarily be removing. It mm. might be changing the way you deliver it. It yeah. might be having a little bit more belief in it as well. Mm. I can't tell you the amount of times that I've like written a joke that I know is funny, but I'm not sure that people will get. And so when I deliver it, it falls flat. But when I stop doubting myself and just go, no, this is a funny joke and yeah. deliver it, completely different. Like, and it can just literally be a little mindset change can change everything. The thing that's always confused me is that, and it's happened a fair few times, where it's obviously the way I've said something, but Mm. when the delivery gets a bigger laugh than the punchline, and I almost don't want to give the punchline because I'm just like, and in my head I'm going, why did you laugh at that? That bit's not the funny bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know. And then then you're going like, am I not funny? But I, I must be funny because you just laughed. But, but what? But, yeah, but, but you laughed at the bit the that wrong... I don't consider to be the funny part. It's 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 just setting the scene. But apparently that scene was hilarious enough. So yeah, yeah, who yeah. the fucking knows? So I don't understand comedy. Um, <laughs> I just enjoy it, and I enjoy doing it. I enjoy watching yeah, it. Exactly. I, it's, I, but I, I I have to say I'm one of those guys. I never did comedy courses. Uh, I've not. Mm. I've not. I've not read any comedy writing books or anything yeah. like that. I've I've watched a few YouTube videos. Uh, and that's only in the last like couple of years where I've thought I need to change my writing process because right now all I do is just sit down and try and write whatever, or I just uh, a funny idea pops into my head. I put it in my notes to work on later, and I just started thinking I've got to change that process. Um, and I did one and it worked for a bit like this. I, I found this process. I was like, okay, that works. But it was a process that can't work for absolutely every subject. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was, I got stuck again. And I was like, no, but it, it helped for one routine, but it didn't help for others. But I feel I do need to, 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 to do more of that stuff. But cool. there's laziness no, I involved. No, I get that. I get that. No, I get that. So... Should we talk about what we've been watching this week? Yes, I kind of want to get one out the way first because it's 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 oh, um, okay. yeah no no it's it's one that we both need to talk about because uh, I am feeling like I don't know if I want to continue with the rest of this season of Snowpiercer. Oh. I think I might be done with it. <laughs> What's your issues with it? It's just I just don't find it very good. I just, <laughs> I just don't find it very good. There's there's a lot there that. That to like but it is it is it's one of those shows that it's just full of terrible people there's no one really to root for mm. so i find like why am i watching it why why am i watching a show because even if the people that like i kind of side with but at the same time i kind of don't they're all just yeah. every everything about it is just miserable uh-huh. um it's it it's glorifying all the wrong things Uh, and I don't know I just I found myself paying more attention to my phone than I was the show because it just it just wasn't it just wasn't grabbing me it really wasn't yeah I'm 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 hoping that it's a uh, an early season blip like you know dip and then it'll come back as the season goes on but um I am kind of with you I'm not impressed with it I've got 
personal issues with it now, but we know we spoke about it last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, but they, they, the thing is, they've doubled down on it again this yeah, week. So when I um, when that when the warning flashed up again, I was instantly on edge for the entire. That's episode. I thought that was I thought that was going to be the case. Once that was there, I was like Jesus. I was like, for I know for you that uh, because you told me, but you won't be alone. There'll be lots of other people who are yeah. now going. Okay, when's that bit coming? Yeah. I was I was on edge because the, like they'd set the they set the precedent of what was going to happen because mm. we'd seen it in a previous episode way mm. too graphically, mm. and now this entire episode I was just really I couldn't actually relax yeah in, in throughout the entire episode and when it came down to the moment I actually had to leave the room and then my you know from what I understand my wife told me it wasn't nowhere near as bad as it was in that first episode where it happened but it was still weird. Um, and, but I'm glad I left the room. And the thing is, I also found myself pretty much not wanting to go back into the room to watch, finish watching it. It's like the, the show has broken my trust. I think that that's the main thing. I don't trust this show anymore to not show something ultra graphic and insensitive. Um, mm. and I don't trust the story where it's going i don't trust the writers to be leading or the directors or any of the creative team to be leading us in the right direction it just feels you know we're you know what we've you know you know we've only seen about four sections of the train in this season we've seen the night car big alice which is specifically we've seen inside uh wilford's um apartment inside big yes yeah yeah with a couple of extra little scenes yeah we've seen the lab yep we've seen um the um the The infirmary we've seen like the infirmary yeah over and over and over and over again whereas in the last the last season i felt like we saw a lot more of the train yeah a lot of those room a lot of those parts of the train are missing now we're not seeing them anymore and it's like okay it just feels like the train is just the border and then what happens in wilford's apartment and what happens in the infirmary and that's pretty much it and it's i'm finding that kind of boring now as well because it's just like if i'm only seeing the same three places over and over again i'm just a little bit bored of it um it's i like in terms of um the in terms of the I, I have to I have to use the word I don't like using the word because it's like it's 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 not something I want to dwell, it's not a subject I want to dwell on but um I, I I think that it's interesting that they haven't done how do I tiptoe around this without it sounding without I'm not trying to glorify or exploit certain things but the concept of suicide in mm. in this show Um, I find that in some ways, like, I feel they've approached it wrong in that there are probably lots of these characters who are having suicidal thoughts. It's the end of the world. There are less than 3,000 human beings left. It's bleak. And yet the only version of suicide that we're getting is from some sort of weird cult figure. And that feels, I feel that element is wrong because it's, it's insensitive. It's, it is, it is because it's not real. Uh, in that, 
and when I mean it's not real, of course it's fiction. It's a fictional TV show. But what I mean is it's not approaching the actual serious subject of suicide no. in a real no. way. It's approaching it in a fantastical, glorified, violent way. And it's, it's as you say, insensitive. It's untasteful. Um, and it, 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 it doesn't add to the story. No. There's, there's plenty of other ways of showing him as a cult figure without it being suicide. Yeah. And uh and and especially suicide shouldn't really if you're trying to be the ruler of the world the last thing you really want is for your followers to all kill themselves because who's then going to follow you? Yeah. Because they're all gone. And that's yeah. and it, it just it just feels weird, it feels mixed. It doesn't feel right. Um the only thing that I really enjoyed from this, uh, the most recent episode, was when the last two Australians met each other. That was yeah. the only thing that yeah, brought me yeah. a little bit of joy, and I was like, "That's really cool." I they're agree. they're two they're the only two characters that I like on this train. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you. <laughs> that is yeah. it. Yeah, it's broken my trust. So. I think I. I the completionist in me is going to watch it because I want to know. I you know. I, yes, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, but. I'm not enjoying it. Yeah. We might stop talking about it on the podcast. Uh, potentially, yeah. Because, so. because it's 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 not enjoyable to talk about. No. <laughs> it's it's no, not. No. It's not. And we and it's like we we want to enjoy talking about things because I imagine it's more enjoyable to listen to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's so disappointing though. That's, I think this is this, I think this is the fundamental thing is that I'm so disappointed because you know, for season 1, oh my word, love talking about it and I was so excited for season 2. Mm. And this is what we've got. Yeah. Anyway, shall we talk about something a bit more upbeat? Well, well, we say upbeat. Well, we say no. Well, I still think I think this. This is this this episode. This episode, right? Let's get into the meat and two veg of uh, of Wonder Vision. Fucking hell! We second guessed ourselves to the point of getting it wrong. I, I well, yeah. So definitely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> I still think she might have something to do with sword, but I actually, I I don't know. I don't do, know what. do you want to know? Do you want to know my theories? Go on. Okay, so so as it has now been revealed uh, that it's it is Agatha Harkness. We 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 talked about it, and that's what it is. It, it was Agatha she, it, all along. <laughs> fun fact: Catherine Hahn sung that song. Oh, she's amazing. <laughs> she's I, fucking you know brilliant. What? I I have been a fan of hers for so long. She's brilliant. and I'm so glad to see. Like she's always had the um. She's always done the kind of same role in all these movies where she's kind of that um, the snidey sidekick mm -hmm. friend character, which I've been fine with because she does it so well. Mm. But I've been waiting for ages for her to have a role like this where oh, she could perfect. be. She's, oh, no, she's, it's spot on casting. Yes. Perfect casting. Yes. So I'm so happy. Like, Do you I'm want to so hear happy. One theory that I thought actually was quite fun before it was revealed that she was Agatha. One theory I read that was really fun because um, you know she was the voice of uh, Olivia Octavius in Into the Spider-Verse. Yes, 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 yes. So people were like, maybe it's maybe it's her. Because <gasps> in, in Into the Spider-Verse, there's a scene where uh, Olivia Octavius has hexagonal shaped glasses. Oh yeah. So it was like, oh, oh, maybe, but mm. I don't think they would have gone that meta. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but it was like, oh, that's a fun theory at least. Um, now, anyway, my theory, my theory now, is so I think Agatha 
has no interest in vision whatsoever. Right. She has no interest in vision whatsoever. Like he's he she he's she was trying to keep him away from Wanda. Mm. Like th- we assumed it was Wanda putting the like the, the 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 school crossing and the traffic lights being repaired and all of that shit. Yeah. It was at first we were led to believe that that was Wanda, but it seems clear that that was Agatha. Yep. So all so along. she she has Agatha all along. She has no interest. What I think she does have interest in is the children. Uh, oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah, hundred yeah. percent, hundred percent. But 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 not just the children. I think the uh, this is just me because she. I'm gonna guess that Agatha Harkness is not so much a a witch witch or something like that. I might be completely wrong, but it's gonna be something in the lines of she's like the female equivalent of Doctor Strange. She's right. a sorceress of some sort. But I, again, I could be wrong. Um, you know, uh, you know. There's, as I said, there's references to the Salem witch trials with her and all of that. So maybe she's an ancient being that I don't know. I don't think she might be an ancient being, but... How much do you know about the character from the comics? Not a lot. I know she okay. is an ancient witch in the comics. I know okay. that. But I'm thinking, you know, MCU does MCU. So she, she was actually, at one point, she um, was Wanda's mentor. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. I know. Yeah. She's okay. been a lot of things to wonder. Yeah. And yeah. she died and mm-hmm. then came back. Um, and uh, this was a point that she encouraged um, Wanda to create the twins. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then there was a whole fiasco with them disappearing and reappearing and stuff like that. She then came back from the dead. Yeah. And she encouraged Wanda to recreate her dead husband and dead children mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. fake world. So yeah, oh. that's that's what's going on right now. Yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, I Oh, is your theory done? Sorry. I, I, well, I no, my yeah, theory I, I, is is that that Wanda is trying that and yeah. and and I think she's been discovered um by and then so and and that's she she got essentially caught and unbeknownst to her got transported into this world that I think Agatha has created. But how did she create it? I think, I don't know whether they're doing a retcon or if it's the same book. Is that the Darkhold? Right. Okay. Maybe. (laughs) Is it? It looks different to the one that was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It doesn't look like the same book. And also, wasn't there a book missing from Wong's library? Yeah, there's always a book. Yeah. 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 So... Can I? Yeah. You go, 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 go. go. This is this. Right. Hit I'm, me. I, first of all, that I'm not going to hit you. I yeah. don't do that. I respect you. <laughs> um, I'll hit myself then. All, Fine. First of all, episode was brilliant. Uh, yes. The Modern Family take on it was so spot on. I love Modern Family. Modern Family is one of my favorite sitcoms. Same. And and and, and right down to the font. Yeah, it was perfect. But so the intro, mm. the Wanda intro. Mm. Based on the music of The Office, The American Office. Yeah, yeah. Which I loved, first of all. Um, perfect. So there's a couple of things I want to pick up on. First of all, uh, it was the word, it was Wanda over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Except for two frames, yeah? One was where it had Stanley's birthday. Oh, I didn't notice the number, that. Yeah, the is that with the, the one top. with the heart on it? Was that no, the ones, with the, the ones with the numbers at the top of it was Stanley's oh. birthday. Oh, that was lovely. Sweet. That's very sweet. Yeah. So you had Wanda, 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 Wanda. I know what you're up to, Wanda. Oh, I Wanda, saw that. Yes. Wanda. Yes. 
a couple of times it would go wander and then it would zoom in wander again it's like someone's trying to wake her up from the outside yes yes it's someone's trying to get through to contacting her and i don't think that's agatha agatha's obviously got some control over um wanda mm-hmm. i think it's Doctor Strange trying yes. to get through to Wanda. Yes. Right? And I think that intro section was that, exactly that, was Wanda, 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 I know what you're doing, Wanda, Wanda. That's him trying to get through to her. I think we're going to see Doctor Strange in the next few episodes. I think you're right. I think you're right. I, I think in some sneaky way, and I'm saying sneaky because it just didn't seem like an obvious fit to me because yeah. I, he just doesn't strike me as the type that would essentially be the face of the franchise and i I, think he is going to be i think so the next bit is well he's 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 mystical tony stark um so yeah but it's just benedict cumberbatch i i I wouldn't quite put him as wanting to be the face of a franchise really robert robert downey jr oh he strikes me he's 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 no 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 no. but come on think about where downey jr's career was at that moment in time oh yeah no but i'm saying him he would be like yeah "Yeah, i'm a bit of a narcissist absolutely i'll be a face of a franchise sure benedict cumberbatch doesn't strike me as that much of a narcissist well well well, yeah yeah that's true that's true he seems too nice um anyway next up okay Mm -hmm. so i think we're gonna see i think we're gonna see dr strange so this is my overriding theory we have found out oh god the, the director of Sword, what's his name again? Oh, God, Hayward. My, Hayward, right. So Hayward, he's a bit of a knob. Yes, um, he does so, want vision. He so is he, very well, interested so, in vision. So this yeah. is my theory. This is my theory. This is, how, <clears throat> this, is, this is what I think is happened and potentially going to happen. Um, sentient weapon. We went over this last week. You mm-hmm. pointed out sentient weapon. Vision is a sentient weapon. Mm-hmm. Hayward wants vision back. Now, for what reason he wants vision back, I don't know. Maybe he's Ultron. Anyway, so we'll keep Ultron's taken human form in the past. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So it that. could it could potentially be Hayward is either Ultron himself or being influenced by Ultron or coerced, re- like blackmailed, like yeah, yeah, uh, Ultron's exactly. in the system, like um, in Tron. What's uh, the, the, what was it called? Uh, uh, Sark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but, in, yeah. But, but remember, like everyone was surprised when Jarvis came back in Age of Ultron. They thought that Ultron had actually destroyed Jarvis, but instead Jarvis had managed to hide somewhere. Mm-hmm. This Ultron, despite the robot dying at the end, like that one robot, he could have. Mm-hmm. He could have absolutely hidden himself away within Jarvis or somewhere else. Anyway, so Jarvis is... Hayward is bringing Jarvis back for as a weapon, whether that's because of it's Ultron or something else. It's a weapon that he can control. I think he brought in Agatha to help control Scarlet Witch hmm. to help be able to control to, to help be able to build vision. Yeah. However, that's backfired because Agatha had her own plans anyway to do with the twins and da 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 her own well, thing. This was a thing actually. I did forget to say something earlier. I think because being a sorceress or witch or something yeah. is one thing. Wanda isn't magical as such. She has the power of a cosmic, like well. So thing. That's, so that that was the next bit, right? Yeah. So she's she has got like reality bending powers. Yeah? yeah, she is 
the nexus between realities. That's what mm-hmm. we're the going nexus to discover. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. So she is the, she is the, um, what's going to happen. She's the nexus. We're going to see Captain Picard and Captain Kirk on horses. It's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be lovely. Uh, but it's going to be Christmas. <laughs> yeah. 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 The one reference to Christmas in all of Star Trek. Um, People are going to have French names, but speak with English accents. It's going to be all great. Exactly. Uh, but she, yeah, so Wanda is the is essentially I think Wanda's actually the nexus between worlds, and that's how Agatha was able to bring back Pietro from another multiverse because within the hex, I think she's created this sort of nexus into other yeah. multiverse, and this is where Stephen Strange will come in because he's like, you are you are bringing the multiverses together. We need you to stop. Yes, um, although um, I was I was thinking, do you, I I was thinking it might have been an accident that she got the wrong Peter, that the wrong Pietro. Maybe I think it would be an accident. We'll find out, but obviously that 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 the first cut scene as well, the first mid credit scene yes. we got. Snoop is gonna snoop. What's gonna happen there? And photon. Well, is it no photon was a mum? I think this is spectrum. No, no, no. Spectrum. Mon- Monica, no, Ma- Monica Rambo was photon. I think we need to because the the way I saw it was because when she came through the the the, the force field and she could see things, she could see the spectrum. Yeah, no, so no. That's no, why I was thinking she's. she's no, she, in the comic, she's 100% photon. That's her. Okay. That's her that's, um, so, but she's now got her powers. And yes. she did She did her superhero landing. Which, yes. Uh, or as I like to call with. it, the squirrel landing these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love I've that. actually got it in my background. There it is. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's really bad on the knees. Really bad on the knees. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> <laughs> there was something I did want to say, though. This is, this is an interesting thing that I think is... I don't know whether this is intentional, but it feels like a yeah. very subtle thing. Um because you know how it seems that everyone's magical powers is defined by color coordination, right? Yes. So yes. we've got uh, we've now got Monica with her blue powers, uh, we've got Agatha with her purple powers, and Scarlet Witch with her red powers, her Scarlet powers. Yeah. So the thing is, I think that uh, Wanda with her red powers can't defeat Agatha with her purple. <laughs> Monica can't defeat her with her blue powers. But what happens when you put red and blue together? <laughs> Oh, you idiot. And <laughs> that's how it's going to happen, man. They but mix it was their fanta- powers. It was a fantastic episode. And I, I, I love the way that we've been second guessing ourselves and we talked ourselves out mm-hmm. of what the actual answer was. Yeah. And I think that is testament to the show itself, um, that it was able to make you question yourself in the way that it was. Um, I'm really, really excited to see how it happened. I've heard a rumor that the last episodes are going to be longer. Well, they said the last three episodes, and we've had the first of the last three, and that was just a normal length Wait, no. episode. Oh, yeah, that was episode seven. Yeah, episode yeah. seven, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. But, I mean, it was 34 minutes rather than 30 minutes, so maybe that's what they meant. Yeah, but when but you say also, it was 34 minutes, it was actually uh, 28 minutes. Did, did, didn't did you feel like this episode was fast? Yes. Oh, when it ended, I mean, I loved the ending. I loved yeah, that yeah, it yeah. ended on that, um, and I killed Sparky too gag I thought that was hilarious and when it ended I was like you fuckers but I love you for it no no and it's testament how how sharply written that episode was like Mm. everything moved quickly and everything had a point and I really really liked that um yeah so it's it's good it's good uh Darcy being Darcy was awesome very happy with that how did Uh, you feel that they haven't really properly paid off my aerospace engineer friend and it just turns out to be a military person called Goodner I or, don't think that's the person. No, probably not. But it was still like... Mm, I it, think 
that was a herring of the red variety. Oh, of course. You know, those Marvel people are uh, evil geniuses. So, you know, they they, they are teasing us and we've still got two episodes left. So in those two episodes, as you say, we could have a Doctor Strange. We could have a new character. We could have an old character. We'll see. Uh, You know, there's so much. There's so much. Um, I I, I just, I I was blown away uh, by how much love has gone into this show so so something i I, I know it's a criticism and i know it's a valid criticism the length of the credits but i just want to say i just want to say that this show i know we talk about it in sort of a light-hearted way that it's it's basically a movie that's cut up into episodes it is the amount of work that's gone into this series is the equivalent of a movie in terms oh, it's of special beautiful. effects and everything. You know, the the, the post production, the pre production, the way they use and, the aspect ratio, yeah, is insane. Now, there's a reason why a movie has about ten to twenty minutes worth of credits at the end of it, mm. and that's the that's the amount of people that's worked on this series. And yeah. it's not like a half hour, um, you know, TV show or sitcom where the credits are only a minute long or two minutes long. It, it Unfortunately, the amount of people that worked on it, when you put them in a list and you play it, it's seven minutes long, sadly. Uh, this, so yeah. this show, in terms of production value and in terms of the scope of it, mm. is like Game of Thrones level. Yeah. It is incredible. Oh, more it, so, I reckon, though. Yeah. More so, I reckon. Yeah, Definitely. Because yeah. the, 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 there's not a, 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 there's a lot of set building. There's a lot mm. of... Um, a, there's going to be a lot of crew. There's a lot of extras by the looks of things as well. There's It's just... There's so much going on. And, uh, and of course, you've got... Not, not just TV stars. You've got movie stars. Yeah. Not not TV stars who are going to go on to do movies. These are proper Hollywood A-lister movie stars. Yeah. Uh, with yep. the exception of maybe Haywood. But, you know, it's... <laughs> but, 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 but all of them, you know, Paul Bettany, um, Elizabeth Olsen, uh, and now we've got Catherine Hahn, who's been in many, many, many successful films. In fact, I've I, yep. I, I, I recently watched, um, I watched half of, I didn't finish it, uh, Anchorman. And Catherine Hahn's in Anchorman, for crying oh, out loud. Oh, she's, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, barely yeah. in um, it, but she's brilliant she's in, in it. it. But, but she, like, she's, she's, she's in that. Yeah. Every, every single one of these people are just absolutely fantastic actors and um, that they, they, de- they deserve their place. They deserve their success. Yeah, uh, hard agree. And 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 it's it's not the other way around that as I say it's not TV people becoming movie nah, stars. Nah. It's movie stars who have they're taking a risk by doing this. Yes, this is not yes. something that's been done before. Doesn't it make you more excited for Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yes, it makes. Do you know what Falcon and Winter Soldier? From what I've read, and I'm sure it's going to be fantastic, and I'm going to enjoy it. It feels like less of a risk than what this is. Yes, and that's yes, why yes. I'm very intrigued with Loki because Loki looks like it's going to be just as weird as this. Yep. And and again, you've got Hollywood Ailey. You've got Owen Wilson in there for fuck's sake. It's 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 mind boggling. It's yep. mind boggling what what they're doing. And what was there another show? It was Loki? Oh yeah. Now it's making me interested in the Ms. Marvel and yep. the She Hulk because those are going to be starting as TV shows and then branching out into the films. Yep. So I'm 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 now very interested in those as much as anything else. Because it's you know we're in uncharted waters now uh, with yeah, with the yeah, MCU yeah. and I am here for it, man. It's a, it's it's a weird and wonderful world and I love it. Anyway, 
What else have you been watching? So I've not really been watching an awful lot of TV and uh, and all of that. I mean, yeah, there's been a bit more Parks and Rec, which has been great. But something I did want to talk about that I watched, and I don't know if you watched it. Go on. Did you see the trailer for the new Mortal Kombat? No. There's a new Mortal Kombat movie coming out, and there I, is a trailer. Well, okay. <laughs> I will. I will watch this after this record. Um, oh and- my god. And it looks like it's going to be the full-on rated R, the way it's supposed to be. It looks like they're actually doing the proper law with Scorpion and Sub-Zero. It's reptile, looks like a reptile, and not just Scorpion in a green suit. Um, It's got Kano. uh, It's got a brand new character called Cole Jones, but I don't know if that's a ruse. There's a Liu Kang, there's Kung Lao. Raiden looks younger than I've ever seen him before. Uh, Sonya Blade, it's got fatalities. You briefly see, excuse me, you briefly see Goro. All of it just looks proper it does it does have a terrible line in it though because one of the characters um he has a birthmark and it's the mortal Kombat logo on the birthmark right um okay so it's it's obviously cheesy you know uh and and it's just there's a bit of dodgy dialogue where they go uh, what is it it's not a it's not a birthmark no it's like what's that it's a birthmark no it's not it's like he was born with it it's like oh god that's just like he was born with it. That's that's a birthmark, and then they're like, and then and then they're like, no, I think it's an invitation, and that, because he's got that birthmark, that means he's going, he's chosen to be in the Mortal Kombat tournament, and it's 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 a bit like, hold on, didn't they do this in the Tenacious D movie? Yeah, the, yeah, exactly <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. So, I love uh, but love but I, I, if you haven't seen the Mortal Kombat trailer, I I am actually excited. Because it's going to be trash, and I look forward to consuming it with glee. Excellent. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Thank you. <laughs> what else have you been watching? A uh, couple of things. Uh, first of all, finished Disenchantment. What did you reckon? That was so bleak. So what happened with Lucy was the bit where I went, oh, when Lucy yeah. lost, when Lucy died and lost, I was like, oh shit! I that just did not expect that. Yeah. Especially yeah, after uh, him saying when he goes, he goes, why do you always bring out the good in me? And then died. I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> I was like, what? But I mean, like, we know we know Lucy won't stay dead. Alpha went to heaven and came back. So yes. we we, yes. we know this. Well, but, no, Alpha went to hell, didn't he? Oh, no, no, Alpha went to heaven and then got and sent then went, to hell. Then got sent and to then hell, came yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so we know, we know there's a chance that Lucy will come back. But it was just like, oh? It was, it's, and then like, yeah, her father getting set, going, taking himself to an insane asylum. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Oh, and no, when he it. had his full breakdown with the puppet. Yeah, and then and then he like the puppet's talking, but he's crying. Yeah. Oh my god, that was a tough watch. Yeah, I mean, like it's this is like the realms of drama that Mike Groening has taken this show yeah. into. It's not a comedy; it's a drama, um, and it's incredible. So. Yeah, uh, finished watching that, blown away, and just when the episode finished, I was just like, I I need more. I told you, I told you, you're like, that can't be the end. That can't be how they end this season. I need to to know what happens next. We need to find out. Who's the guy waiting to be married? What the fuck is going on there? Exactly. (laughs) Mate, mate, it's it's a hell of a show. So yeah, finished watching uh, Disenchantment, enjoyed that. Uh, 
other thing uh well, last thing um season two of mm. for all mankind uh the first episode dropped yesterday i haven't watched any yeah. of it but i've heard good things yeah i was gonna say i don't know if you've watched it yet um if you haven't watched for all mankind uh listeners it is brilliant it's written by it's created by ron d moore uh star trek fans will know who ronald moore is battlestar galactica fans will know who ronald moore outlander fans will know who basically you see how i've mentioned three amazing shows there yeah that's the standard we're bringing he's bringing okay um so it's all about it's an alternate history so what if the soviet union had managed to land on the moon first and so the idea is that the space race never ended because basically when once america landed on the moon first the russians just gave up um and the space race ended and that's why there's not been really until yesterday or two days ago when we finally landed on mars the rover the mars rover the mm-hmm. rover land on mars there's not really been a lot of like i think the last five to ten years is finally the space race thing has finally picked up again yeah but it's been a long time where it it a lot not a lot was happening so this show looks at says okay the russians landed on the moon first the space race never ended and in fact what happens is that i don't want to give too much away but no no no, no but it, it, it sounds great can i just say how yeah. awesome was that mars rover footage by the way oh, it was so good it was so good we could we could hear what was on mars i could hear it's the sound stunning. it's windy it's, stunning. it's yeah. windy on did, mars did, did you hear the bugalo roam <laughs> but um so i watched the the first episode of season two um it was everything i wanted what was amazing is that they've uh they've so the first episode starts at the moon landing yeah so 1969 was it the moon landing landing was 69 yeah yeah 69 but it's obviously the russians instead um and so the first season is based over about a decade actually the first season happens they take some time jumps and stuff like that and it's really really cool but then what happens is between season one and season two they jump forward at least another decade so we're in the 80s now early 80s um and well no sorry it's like half a decade then half another half a decade so they it jumps forward and they do this amazing sort of montage of alternative history in that first episode so there's some stuff that's the same and you go okay and then there's some stuff that's just like it's slightly different and then happens into other people i i, I oh, I'll, I'll tell you one this is this is not, it's not giving anything away yeah. okay i'll tell you one john lennon survives oh and the pope gets assassinated oh interesting okay yeah so it's like little things like that that change and it's really interesting and i really it's, it's such a great show it's full on butterfly su- effect shit going on there. yeah yeah and it's i'm really interested to see I, i'm actually like i'm as, as excited as i am for this season to be watching what's going to happen and the first episode is brilliant because it's such a small story that happens but such a great story it doesn't get into the whole russians versus uh, america yet in fact it's, it's it's a little story about life on the moon um which is brilliant um but i'm really looking forward to i feel like not just this season but in seasons to come i'm really interested to see if they keep doing this jump forward jump forward jump forward what now is going to look like because one of the characters in the early 80s has an electric car Ooh, okay so the idea is because the space race never ended and people they, they, they 
what happened was is the technology was getting developed for the moon and then it was it's trickled down onto earth faster than it has in our time so, interesting yeah because yeah, i remember um when i had had an old iMac G4, mm. um, the one that was the, it was like a little yeah. pod with the neck and all of yeah, that. I had yeah, one of those. Yeah. And it was always like sort of the, 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 the buzzwords at the time were like, like, this is the technology that put the man on the moon, but yep. now it's on your desktop. And that was in 97 that Mac came out, if I remember right. Well, I, I had it in 2001. I had yeah, because yeah. they sold it for a long, long time. Yeah, no, it, no, originally, it, was, yeah. it originally came out in 97. There was a, uh, one of the adverts for it had uh, um, Keanu Reeves doing bullet time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I recall. I recall. Yep. I recall. So, yeah. Oh, I, I like all of that. I start, I'm now like, so if John Lennon didn't, so I, would we have had, like, would that mean Kurt Cobain would have not killed himself as well? And would John would Lennon Kurt, and would Kurt, Kurt Cobain, Cobain do a duet album together? Like, a, <laughs> Would Kurt Cobain have been influenced, as heavily influenced? Yes. By someone who was alive? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good point. Actually, what if it was like Dave Grohl was the lead singer of Nirvana who went on to kill himself yeah. and, and yeah. all, all, all yeah. of these other things? Like, so, wow. yeah, that, the, the, the first little montage and i really enjoyed it but i've really enjoyed the episode as well and it's it's really good it's worth a watch man you should yeah. catch catch up on it it's really what good if, you, oh my you'd god enjoy it you'd i know it. yeah now my mind's going in all sorts of places like what if what if then it they ended up you know the the superman red sun story and yeah. what if what if that was the sort of uh, the, the 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 pop culture is the proper superman was actually the russian superman red sun and the nicholas cage movie where he plays and <gasps> oh, comes oh. out <laughs> there's a oh yes amazing there is a um there's a star wars reference within the um so you know how like in the 80s uh yeah. ronald reagan created the star wars defense yes, program yes yes yeah? yes yes what if the russians developed it first <laughs> and they they actually successfully created lightsabers a death star uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there you go so definitely worth a watch man you should you'd enjoy it i think you'd enjoy it a lot the cold war it's very cold in space in space <laughs> <laughs> So what have you been playing? <laughs> so uh, this has been, it's been a fun week. Um, so finally completed Spider-Man, even though I've already completed Yay. it. But yep. finally completed it. Uh, and I have to say, look, for all my complaints, look, as I said, it is a really good game. It's just a very long game when you're playing it only two hours once a week. So mm. it, it just takes a while and you, you can get a bit bored of it. Um, but the final sequences in that game you just end up thinking, how is this a playable sequence? It's the most perfect looking cutscene, really? and it's actually a playable sequence. And That's it's cool. just so good. Uh, and I remember just all like when I was streaming it and just everyone watching and we're all just saying, doesn't this look amazing? And not one person went, no, everyone was like, this is like beautiful. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. so good. Um, obviously been playing more God of War. Mm. I've been doing, uh, you know, the, the 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 various challenges to try and get to Pandora's box. Yeah. Uh, got a little stuck at one point because I got a little lost. And also, I have to make a, a super cut of it. Uh, I got stuck in a room. So there was a moment where I'm walking around in God of War, going, "There's a there's this is reminding me. There's a bit in God of War two that it's just when we get there, it's just going to be awful." And then I go, "Oh no, it's not in God of War two it's now oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no 
Yeah. Oh no. It's like, okay, people, oh, be no. warned. I oh, am about no. to do this a lot of times. The oh. amount of you are dead screens that we saw. Um, it took about 20 minutes to do this oh bit. Oh my God. Uh, for a section that really is only about 30 seconds long, but it took 20 minutes to do. I died that many times. Um, it was just ridiculous. It's kind of stressful. Um, it's very strange, the, the sadists that I have mm -hmm. who watch my channel, who get a kick out of me getting annoyed. Uh, yep. it's, it's quite fun. Uh, although I don't know if I should hate those people or be glad that they're just there for the ride. Um, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was very fun. Um, another thing that was really nice to do, and we've talked about this before, but it was just yeah. nice to do it on my channel. Cause I've played on other people's channels as a viewer, but to be the one doing it, it's, it's kind of a weird one to host. Uh, when you're streaming because you want to talk and you want to go through your thought process for the stuff that you're writing down. So we were playing Jackbox. Uh, I was doing Jackbox with subscribers. Uh, and I did it was, pop in for a little bit, yeah. It was so much fun. It was so, I, My face hurt from laughing. My face hurt. And there were a couple of moments where I've written something and I've gone, that's not very good. And it turned out everyone loved it. And I was like, okay, that's that's that's, that's validation for me. Um, yeah. But as I said, what you want to do is, oh, I've got this, so I'm going to write this. What things should I write here? And But you can't do that because people are watching and they're playing no, as no, well. No, so so yeah. you have to keep it to yourself. And it becomes a little, not restrictive, but you, you just feel a little, I don't know, just it, it, there's, a, there's a mild frustration because, because you can't say that thing, you can't say the other thing you find yourself with, I've got nothing else to say. Yeah. So it's not that there's dead air, but you just ramble. Uh, and I felt a bit bad. Like I said, I've got nothing else to say, but I'm just going to say something else here. And oh, bollocks. But that's, that's you know, these, these are mild criticisms of a really fun experience that we played Survive the Internet, yeah, uh, which one. is a really fun one. Uh, Fibbage, which is obviously a very good one. I love one. Fibbage, yeah. Um, we tried a new one that I'd not tried before called Bracketeering. Okay. And it started in a way that we weren't hugely enjoying it, but then by the end of it, we were loving it. Mm, mm. And then we started another one called Monster Seeking Monster, which I think most of us, we didn't really, it was, you have to text each other and actually text each other. And it was really odd. And I don't think any of us really felt comfortable doing it. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just, I, do you know what? I'm not surprised that you didn't play robot rap battles. No, well, it wasn't in the pack that I got, ah, but, uh, yeah. but, but, you know, I, I wanted to maybe get a trilogy pack, but I just, I couldn't, I couldn't spring for that yeah, at that point. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but, but it, it was fun. We'll do it again. And then eventually it'll hopefully, hopefully more subscribers will come, which will allow me to afford a different pack to, for more games. But if I tell you though, if, you know, it does, it's not just for streamers. It's a very good game for streamers. It's a really good game for streamers. If you're no. a streamer, it's it's yeah. very good to play. I I started playing it on um with like Zoom parties, so playing it with, with people yes. on Zoom and stuff like that. It's 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 such a great way if you're like wanting to do something, especially like in these times where we can't see each other physically. Yes, um, it's such a great way of connecting with people and doing something a little bit different from the usual quizzes and yeah exactly you know, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's, it's fun it's fun it is good as well though because the first time i ever played jackbox because i i'd forgotten about it until i saw it again i think you played it on yours and i was like oh i remember this yeah the yeah. first time i played it was at a friend's house like we, it was just at a party and yeah. and he put it on on his playstation 
and we all just sat in the living room with our phones and played it and it was still yeah. fun so it's you can play it together in the same room and the beauty of it is is that you can play it on zoom as well yeah. Uh, yeah. or on a stream it's a very versatile fun community game yeah, uh, that totally is it, it's good it, it, it allows you to make each other laugh and not fight each other because one of you was lucky enough to land on Mayfair yeah <laughs> yes yes so yeah that's, that's that's do you know what I mean so uh, that's what I've been playing what have you been playing um the usual uh you know bit of sims mm-hmm. bit, uh, bit of this that and next thing um and I have sunk way too many hours into uh, Jurassic World uh, Evolution. Fantastic. I, I, I'm glad it's, that you're enjoying it. I'm glad that you're enjoying it. I'm not enjoying it, mate. I'm <laughs> not enjoying it. I'm I'm living it. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm adoring it. Like, this is... It's the, it's the perfect game for me. Like, yeah. you know how much of a fan I am of, like, building it. Like, Sims yeah, and yeah. Stardew Valley yeah. and games like that, right? This is all of that, but I build my own Jurassic Park. And you can create your own dinosaurs. You I can, can do you know. everything. And like I'm just trying to see. I'm on I'm on the um Xbox Live app right now. I'm just trying to see if it's got like uh how many hours I've played it for. Um, but it doesn't unfortunately. Uh I I have sunk so many hours into this already, and it is it's become my go to game now when I pick up my um, when I pick up my console, because I just like, I just, I love it. I love it. It's so, so good. Graphics are insane. Yes. No, I've seen the it. The graphics are insane. I've seen it. Um, I'll tell you, you this now. A friend of mine is is currently streaming it, mm. and he's 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 doing like mods for it, and uh, yeah. he's he's you know definitely he's creating his own creatures. It's yeah. like a hybrid of Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Now he's created his own place. So I, I, you know, I'm intrigued. I'd love to watch you play it. Yeah, I'm, I'm. It's one of those things like I, I don't know if I will stream it because I think I want to keep it for me because I'm enjoying it so much. I get. But that. at the same time, like some of the best streams are where you share something that you love with mm-hmm. people. So maybe, maybe I'll do a one-off and show off what I've done, um, and you know, build up. I've just unlocked. Um, so you've got to play through the the campaign to get everything like so to actually earn everything but you do unlock at one point you unlock island island uh, isla nublar which is the original island mm-hmm. uh, from the first movie where and on that island there's no goals it is just open world building unlimited funds just build your jurassic park of your dreams cool. and i'm like oh but i'm like i'm holding back on starting it because until i've unlocked everything and once yeah. i've unlocked everything i am going to build the ultimate jurassic park i'm so excited yeah I'm no so have excited. yourself get it's good to have goals yeah. so and, and maybe and i'll got stre- that as a reward. maybe i'll stream that maybe i'll stream me building the perfect jurassic park i think that's a good idea i think that's a good idea and by that point as well you you'll have mastered absolutely every nook and cranny and just like oh if i do this this will happen if i do this this will happen but yeah i'm glad you're enjoying that man what have you been playing anything else no, I mean it's not. <laughs> I did uh, yesterday. I was I was playing some games with my brothers, and we did download a uh, Ghost Recon Blackout. Okay. Um, it was. I, I'm. I'm. I, look. Suffice to say, not really a fan. I enjoyed playing it because I was with my brothers, and we mm. enjoyed messing around. But I, I just didn't think. It, I was like, I was like, I think this game's tr- is 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 like battle is like Call of Duty. Um, 
but I don't like that battle royale style and I don't quite understand what's going on. Yeah. And you had to sit through about, like, we were playing as three of us in one team. And if one of us triggered a cutscene, all of us jumped into that cutscene straight away, no matter where we were. And it was like, don't quite understand what I'm supposed to do now. So it yeah. wasn't very clear. So I didn't yeah. really enjoy it. Um, but I did enjoy it at the same time because I was playing my brothers. So it was a weird one. But I wouldn't, I'm not going to rush back to play it again. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I played the first ever Ghost Recon. I did have the first Ghost Recon. Yeah. And, and I, I enjoyed it. it I, there was a long break I had. I remember I played it and then sort of got a bit stuck and then sort of forgot about it. Yeah. And then I got jumped back into it and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Because it was, it, 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 because it lies like when when you see it you're like oh okay and then it becomes more it's much more strategy based game than i anticipated and i'm not a big yeah. strategy game person so yeah, I, yeah. It, it it took a while for me to make make my peace with the fact that it was strategy and i'd have to do that if i wanted to see the end yeah yeah I'm, I'm, that's exactly it mate that's exactly it yeah. uh so yeah that's it that's what i've been playing this week very nice very nice yeah. Mm. Yeah. shall we um shall we add some seasoning we could have some seasoning. We could have some seasoning. Do you want it flaky or fine? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> get, it, get it in the sea. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say, it. Rick, you play the music. Salt. Salt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, play the music, not sing the music. Okay, got yeah. you. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Salt, salt, how much do you need? Salt, salt, with just a pitch for me. Sodium chloride in my inventory where we're reading the news and it's a sodium story. There you go. Rick will never <laughs> so, do that again, people. He'll never sing I'm again. Sorry, I apologize. So tell me the story. Tell me the story. So the story is, the story is, and I remember sending, uh, this wasn't really a plan for sodium stories, but I did send it to Rick and his response was, oh, yay. <laughs> Rem I, 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 I've already forgotten. Come on, tell me. Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek mo Star oh. Trek movie is back on with Chris Pine to star. Yay! <laughs> so that was the thing with this. With, when the Quentin Tarantino movie was in talks, it, it it seemed it was nothing to do with the Kelvin crew, the Kelvin mm. timeline crew. It felt like it. It sounded like it was going to be its own thing but it was going to be time travel and sort of influenced by yesterday's enterprise and all of that sort of stuff. But let me read this. It involves, uh, it's from Giant Freaking Robot, of course, of course. Uh, and it is a story that, I, I don't know if I want to even give this guy more publicity. I don't know if I want to say his name, but um, the, the the Daniel guy. Uh, oh, it's him not again. again. It's him again, that prick. Um, come at us, bro. Come at us. You're a prick. Uh, <laughs> so the article itself, I mean, it is just such bullshit, but it is saying uh, a new rumor suggests that a new Star Trek movie could be on the way. One written by Quentin Tarantino that would hopefully star Chris Pine once more. Uh, the piece of gossip comes from the writer's Patreon page, of course. Uh, and it says that Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek movie idea is going forward. The studio wants Chris Pine to return as James T. Kirk. Um, this is the funny thing now I'm going to say the name because this is the funny part the guy called Daniel Richtman and it says Richtman doesn't say where he has heard this rumour or what evidence he has to support this rumour but this does seem to be the most promising Star Trek project that has been uh, in the works in recent years it's the most talked about I don't know if it's the most promising it's one of the most talked about Star Trek projects uh, and it's also saying uh, it's also saying 
that it would be the first R-rated Star Trek film, which we're, we we would have known. Uh, but even the stars of the most recent Star Trek films seem to think that they were shooting this project soon, with Patrick Stewart and William Shatner also saying they would like to be a part of Tarantino's Star Trek film. I, I, I actually doubt that. I don't think Patrick Stewart would be interested in being a Tarantino Star Trek film. I think William Shatner might because, well, no, actually, I don't. I don't think he would anymore. I think, I think if, if this was talked about as the sequel for the first J.J. Abrams film, if it was the sequel to this, and fuck into darkness, that's not being made. Tarantino's coming in to make the sequel for Star Trek. And then I think William Shatner would have been, okay, I'll be on board in this. But now I think Shatner has no interest in returning to the franchise. And Picard has his own, uh, Patrick Stewart has his own things to do. Yep. <sighs> have I ruined your day? <sighs> yes. I just... <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say about this. Like... First of all, this Daniel guy, come at me. Like, yeah. Honestly, I, I stop it. Just stop it. Just, 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 just stop. stop. Please stop. 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 Also taking people's money and giving them bullshit stories in return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this is ridiculous. I mean, as to whether or not the Quentin Tarantino movie will happen, Star Trek movie will happen. I mean, like I'm on, I'm on the. It won't happen. I don't think it will. I think at one point it might have, but I don't think it will now. I think it's gone past that point. It's become uh, the Joker movie. Do you remember when the Joker movie was talked about for years and years and years and years and years and years and years yeah. and years that they were going to do a Joker uh, thing? And even when they announced Joaquin Phoenix was going to be in it, we were still just like, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. I believe it yeah, when I see it. It's that's, not going to happen. That's pretty much what I'm at. I'm not, I'm not going to write it off completely, but I am going to say I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. As for the whole, oh, uh, Patrick Stewart and William Shatner, I want to be like, like, you might as well say Scott Bakula. You might as well say, you know what I mean? It, it, it's just, and the fact that even the story, what's happened to journalism, mate? The internet. Yeah. That's what happened uh, to it. Our, our source has no evidence or sources themselves, but we're still going to write uh, how many how many paragraphs? And it's, 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 it's a reasonable amount. One, two, three... Four, five, six paragraphs. That's six paragraphs too many. It's, I mean, it's all bullshit. Every line of it. Every yeah, line of yeah, it is yeah, utter yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Would I like to see a Tarantino movie? Yes. Uh, a Star Trek movie. Yes, absolutely. Um, he'd already spoken about it. He said he was going to base it on the episode of Star Trek, the original series, where they all went to the gangster planet. Remember that planet? Oh, yes. No, we talked yes. about that with Tiernan. Yes. 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 So that's what he said he was going to base he was going to base the Star Trek movie. It would be based on that planet, like around that idea. Yeah. So we would have seen something completely different. We would have seen Reservoir Dogs in space. That's what yeah. we were going to see, right? The fact that he was so open about it leads me to believe that he doesn't think it's going to happen anymore. Yes, this is true. This is true. Although saying that, Hateful Eight was a film that got leaked. Yep. And he had no interest in making that afterwards, but then still went on to make it. Yeah, and... As I said, like, I will believe it when I see it. Yeah. And I, 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 it will have my money when it's released. I will go and oh see God, it. I will yeah. pay for it. I, you know, I'll probably see it multiple times. Will I enjoy it? I don't know. I mean, I didn't enjoy uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, I liked it. Oh, I didn't. I liked it. 
but I you really know do. that's you're allowed to not like it and i'm allowed to yeah. like it so that's that's yeah. the great thing that's the great it thing. wasn't do you know do you know what it wasn't as good as what? hail caesar i haven't seen that so i have no opinion so if you want to talk about movies that throw back to the classic days of hollywood mm-hmm right yeah they're completely different films don't get me wrong they're completely yeah, different films absolutely different films. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 but i much prefer hail caesar is just an absolute riot um and totally and and throws back to those old days of hollywood really really well um and yeah watch that instead <laughs> fair enough fair enough okay I, uh, and that's that's the end of the new section movie recommendations um, <laughs> so that was so salty that we could change the subject completely <laughs> oh god i'm done with it i'm done with it should we let, let let's let's move on let's move on let's get on oh. with our lives salt salt how much do you need salt salt just a pitch for me sodium chloride in my inventory when we're reading the news and it's a sodium story Oh, mate, I just, every week, every week, I just, I, I, I always wonder, like, how could it get any lower? And I blame Facebook. Oh, it's not just Facebook. I blame Twitter. I, well, no, just the, the existence of the internet and the problem, this this was always going to be uh, an issue, but it's it's a tricky thing. I'm actually, I'm going to get, not serious, but I'm not going to, this, this is this is sort of like my deep thought in this whole thing, okay. is that... The internet has ruined the world. The internet has ruined the world. And mm. the problem is, is that in some ways, using the internet should require a license like driving. Yeah. Because it's clear that it's not safe for everyone to have access to the internet. Yeah. And I think the concept of Twitter actually is... And I don't mean Twitter itself, because the beginning of Twitter was a joy. It was a wonderful place to be a little funny, be a little witty, be a little whimsical, uh, and and you could forget about things. And now it's become, you know, either an echo chamber for hate or an echo chamber for um, I, 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 just everything. It, 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 if, if something exists, it's an echo chamber on Twitter. You know, there's so many different bubbles in one collective bubble. Um, mm. You know, when you do the washing up and you see like one big bubble with lots of little ones in, you're like, how did that happen? And that's yeah, what yeah. the internet is now. It's just one big bubble with lots of little ones inside and they're all just ready to pop. Um, now, what happened with Twitter was... I remember the excitement when, like, Stephen Fry joined Twitter. Yeah. And there was this big celebrity movement of just like, well, I'll get on Twitter and tell people what I'm doing. And it was just like, wow, I can, can, I can see what, like, my favorite celebrities are up to. Like, they can post a picture and it's their picture that they've taken from their phone. And it's like, wow, these are my favorite people. And I feel that much closer to them, which is a wonderful concept. But then I think what happened was, is that dickhead started using it and then started believing and i'm not saying that certain voices are more important than others but they started going on and going well i'm on twitter this person's on twitter so my voice um is as not i guess valid i get valid's probably no valid is everyone's voice is valid but should be listened to like people are like, this is my voice should be listened to. And I've got to be honest, 
the truth of the matter is not everyone should be listened to. Not everyone, because, and I, I, look, I, I'm, a, I'm a doofus, right? I'm an idiot. I'm, a, I'm not a smart person. Uh, I am not a perfect person. I've done some bad things in my life. Uh, I am a perfect person. Um, I, 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 you know, so I am not someone who is uh, a role model or someone who should be considered to listen to on the internet. Yeah. yeah. There are people who are the same as me, but believe they should be listened to. And they will shout very loudly. And whether they're a minority or not, when you shout loud, you do get heard. And then it riles people up. And South Park did it the best, I have to say. As much as that show can be problematic, sometimes they hit the nail on the fucking head. But that series that they did, where it was, where they talked about the, the almost the domino effect of um, troll of trolling yeah. on the internet where if you say this thing then a bunch of people will attack them but then a bunch of other people will attack them for attacking them and then more people will attack and it just grows and grows and it's like this hatred um wart that just won't stop or go away it just grows and grows and grows yeah, and yeah, yeah. and that and i think that, you know the internet has ruined the world it's mm. ruined the world it's ruined public discourse it's ruined the uh, trust that people have with media and even mainstream media, which technically should be the media that we do trust the most, but it is now becoming a, a media that we are trusting the least. And people are starting to trust stupid YouTube shit more than they are trusting yeah. actual things. Yeah. Well, and I don't know, some of this stuff will probably not be included in the final edit, but, <laughs> you know, I'm just sort of going on a rant right now. Incidentally, if you want to subscribe to my YouTube channel uh, for all the latest news, and uh, yeah, should we uh, should we cheer things up a little bit? No, I think I want to talk some more about this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? The best part is right. You're talking about the early days of Twitter and it being funny and entertaining and stuff yes. like that. Let's talk about our Fantastic Five. Should we do our Fantastic Five? Let's do our Fantastic Five, please. Excellent. When your brain is in a twist Cause you've got to make a list Of the best things of all time Or the worst things we can find It's a fair and fabulous Phenomenal Fantastic Five Because our Fantastic Five this week Is, well, this is interesting Right, when you, right, we, we again once, once, once again, we got to Saturday And <laughs> we completely neglected to think about What our Fantastic Five should be I love the text like, do, do we have a Fantastic Five? Yeah Oh shit, and no then, <laughs> and, and, and then, and the best part is like, should we, Have we done, have we done this one? I think we have I can't have remember done, I can't remember, we've done so many of them How many have we done, Matt? Uh, 35 we, of them It must be 35 <laughs> It must be 35 Right do you know what, dear listeners, if you're out there, if you're out there, why don't you why don't you send us a tweet or, Suggest, or, or a message yes. on Facebook, Instagram, wherever, and or through the Patreon in a Discord. Yes, and Whoa, I was, let's set up a channel on the Discord for suggestions. Yes, there and, we go. And no, there was another thing I wanted to set up in the Discord, and I'm sure you're going to agree. So that's why I'm bringing it up now, live on the podcast. Yeah, um, I'd like to set up. Um, a, what is their Fantastic Five to our choices? Oh, I totally disagree with that. Of course I agree with that. <laughs> yes. But it's just like, here are our choices. 
what are yours yeah uh, so, i'd like i'd like i'd like to hear some, some you know what did we get right what did we get wrong what made you laugh what did you absolutely yeah, like that's awesome you know get, get, get those patreon nice. subscribers involved get in there more. if you want if you yes. want to tell us yours you want to tell us we're wrong that's fine come and tell us but you have to pay for excellent. it excellent <laughs> <laughs> okay i like that so this week do you want to tell right well, here, here was here was something I also wanted to say with with what, what you said was just uh, first off you were like twists. What about twists? And I was just like, yeah, but what we'll end up doing is we'll talk about things that one of us hasn't seen, and we're going to spoil it for each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah uh, which, and which is the, fair. and then part of me was like, we keep talking about the best of things, but one thing that's fun to talk about is the worst of things. But how do you rank that? Do you put number five as the worst or number one mm, as the worst? Mm, and would that mm. still be a fantastic five or would it be a feeble five or whatever? It would be? <laughs> um, but like, well, what, what, well what would done. it be? So, so you know, the alliteration is important to me. Okay, so the but, but with this. I just, I just sort of thought, because one of the best Fantastic Fives, well, not one of the best, some of the best Fantastic Fives we've done have been sort of obscure things like, you know, the best tech, which is a bit sort of weird, or we've done like quotes or, you know, yeah, yeah. like there's, it's sometimes it's, it's not always the obvious thing of like best trailer, best movie, yeah, 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 yeah. best sequel, all of that sort of stuff. So I thought, I just sort of thought, what about sort of standout funny moments? from mm. films or TV or whatever. And what was out. what was your thought process behind this? Because yeah, what was your thought? Cuz like you 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 put it out there and then I sent you a message back going I'm struggling. Yeah, and I said, well, it it I I cuz I avoided things like cuz you look there's so many funny standout moments yeah. uh, from say something like Thor Ragnarok or Guardians of the Galaxy, but they those films were designed to be funny. They were all out comedies. Yeah. They're designed to be funny. I was saying like in films that aren't necessarily comedies, but stand out funny moments. Excellent. And whether they're intentional or not, mine, I believe, are intentional. But, uh, and also some of them, I do have a couple of Marvel ones, because some Marvel films are more comedic than others. And well, let's, let's find shall out. We find, shall we find out? Let me go first, because you've, you've gone first a bunch of times. Okay. I, I, so, so I'll go first. I'll go first now. So... My first one, I'm throwing a bone to a film that is considered not very good. Go on. And to be honest, it's one of the only jokes in the entire movie. And that is Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. And this was an intentionally funny line, but I liked it. And it just, it, it annoyed me because I, I felt the film needed more moments like this. And it's yep. the moment where Batman rescues Martha. Yes. And he says... I'm a friend of your son's. And she went, yeah. I guessed, it's the cape. And uh, that just brought me such joy. I loved yeah, that. And yeah. I wish that film had more moments like that because it that stuff felt relatable. Yes. Yes, right? Yeah. That yeah, stuff felt of, relatable and grounded and real. And None nice. of this man versus God pish. Exactly, oh. exactly. So it was a standout moment because it is what, like the only joke in there. And yeah. I, I, I was really struggling because there's not a lot of jokes in, say, um, Batman Begins. There's, 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 there really isn't. Apart from, like, does it come in black? It's mm. fine. It's cute. It's not hilarious. Or say uh, in Dark Knight. Sure, some of the stuff that Joker does is funny, but it's also more shocking than funny. You know, yeah. the pencil gag, very funny, but actually not funny. It's shocking. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's yeah. it's it's not laugh out loud moments. This moment in Batman v Superman, I just thought, just it was it was, it it it's like a flower in a garbage heap. Do you know what I mean? I that, know that, mean. that that one flower that managed to grow amongst yeah. the amongst the trash. That's yeah. what that moment is, and I love it. Perfect, love it. What's Good your show? number five? Uh, my number five is a movie I watched a long time ago. Uh, I maybe watched it three times uh, because of reasons. And each time I watched it, this moment just like just made me laugh. And I know I shouldn't laugh at this moment. Oh, it is but funny. It makes though. me laugh. It's the movie Meet Joe Black. <laughs> and it's the moment that Joe Black gets run over. It's hilarious. Like... <laughs> I, you shouldn't laugh because it's supposed to be a serious movie and he's but oh my god it's hilarious it just comes out of nowhere it just comes out of nowhere it's Brad Pitt just bang gone it's just it's oh. oh and I've only seen the movie like three times and I know if I watched it again today I would laugh howl with laughter at that moment because it's just Oh, do you know what? I'm going to find it on YouTube. You know what? I, I might make it a follower alert. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny and it shouldn't be. And because I know because like, that movie doesn't really have funny moments. Um, but no, it's not that, a comedy. It's not a comedy. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's so unintentionally funny. It might actually be comedic genius. <laughs> So there you go. That's my number five. Very good. Very good. Brad Pitt's death and Joe, meet Joe Black. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> it's always good when a death is funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, oh my God. Okay. Okay. What's your number? Right. Okay. So I should also explain um, yeah. my, my list definitely goes along the lines of, I don't think these moments were supposed to be for laughs. No. And I found them hilarious. But they make you laugh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, go on. Uh, no. What's your number four? Well, that's, I, I think one of them, one of them, I, I, I agree. Um, I, I've got one like that. Mine, mine are kind of funny moments, but they, they are just standouts. So my number four, um, I always just liked this moment. Uh, I, I, I really did. Um, it's the moment in X-Men, the first mm. X-Men film, where just after there's been clearly a fight between Mystique and Wolverine, yeah, and they don't know which one is which. Oh, yeah. And then afterwards, <laughs> and then afterwards, Logan finds them all, and they're like, "How do we know you're the? How do we know you're the real one?" Like Cyclops is like ready to fire on him, and yeah, he's like, yeah. "How do I know it's you?" And he just looks at him and goes, "You're a dick." He goes, <laughs> "Okay." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's perfect. It's, it's just perfect. It's like the best way of like none of the like no I can tell you it's me and all of that he's not going to give like remember that thing you told me the other day only I would know yeah, that yeah. or anything he just like just says you're a dick yeah fair enough okay that's Perfect. him that's him I, it just makes it's you know there's 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 actually a fair few funny bits in that film but that I think is a gem no you're right a gem that's a, that's a good problematic a good filmmaker gem of a film though yeah oh great film uh, great film yeah. um, what's your number four so my number four is was directed by the man that I had a problem with last week. <laughs> so much so that I named the episode after him. <laughs> <laughs> and it seemed like such a positive title as well. Yeah. But actually. <laughs> um, 
So it's James Cameron's Titanic. That's the film. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Okay. What a Which, film. What a it, has some, it has some parts that try to be funny. Um, it does. <laughs> It but does. my my it does and actually do you know what i will give you this right i think t- i actually think titanic's a great film i actually think it is a in terms of visual effects it's stunning i mean like, it's just fern gully on the water though. <laughs> <laughs> i know i genuinely i actually genuinely think titanic's pretty good um i i think it was actually a good idea to ground the whole telling of the sinking of titanic in the story that they told sure. it's not a great it's not a great love story, no. but it, it was a good idea to do that that way. It's a classic because, love story. Yeah. Otherwise, there was no. Otherwise, what would have been interesting about te- it, 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 they needed a story like that to make it interesting, and I I, I enjoyed that. Because um, anyway, so I'm getting I'm getting, but the funny moment isn't like the funny moment isn't an intentional funny moment. The funny moment comes at quite a dark moment, literally <laughs> a dark moment. Okay. So, I don't know, like, many people know about the history of, like, the Titanic in terms of, like, um, the stories of how it sank and stuff like that. And mm. before it was found in the, uh, the the 80s, I think it was, 70s, yeah. 80s, it was found. Um, but people didn't realize that for a long time that the Titanic had split in two yeah. during the sinking. They just assumed that the Titanic went down as one whole ship. They yeah. didn't realize yeah. it had split in two and it's the way. So... This is an impressive bit of like filmmaking. They managed to, they basically built the Titanic, rebuilt it, and they managed to put it onto like a hydraulics so that the rear section would go all the way up, all the way up to a near vertical, yeah? Mm-hmm. So from a filmmaking point of view, amazing, impressive set building. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Incredible. It's so good. In terms of the scene, so it's all going it's, it's it's starting to tip up and there's some beautiful there's some really funny moments throughout that bit you know i've got you've got the uh the 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 the, the string quartet continuing to play and sort of making light of it and stuff like that before they start the, before mm-hmm. they do their whole gentleman it's been an honor um and then as it tips up you've got people falling down the the deck and bouncing off what should be metal Mm-hmm. But you can see how padded they are. Like yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, James Cameron, what have you done? What have you done, James Cameron? And then it goes to a vertical, uh, near vertical, and you see uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet are at the top of the ship, and this guy who's next to him is holding on, and then falls off, and as he falls, he hits one of the propellers. Of the ship on the way down. <laughs> and it's just... Ding! Starts spinning. And it's water. <laughs> I don't think it's the noise. It's, it's just a... Wee! Ding! ding. <laughs> just, and it just spins. And I shouldn't last with that. But it's a... Wee! Ding! <laughs> it's, it's one of those moments where if you were there in real life, even in the horror of the situation... You'd have probably still laughed. Yeah, and but the thing is, as well, it's like obviously, like at some point, James Cameron was sat down with the editor, with the sound editors, and went, "Yeah, that's the sound we're looking for. That's 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 the sound we want." Is it that the same sound, sound George Lucas used to uh, reinsert <laughs> on the stormtrooper who walks through the door? <laughs> so there you go. That's 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 my number four. Bit dark, but yeah. No, it's a good one though. It's a good one. I like it. I like it. Okay, Very what's nice. your number three? My number three. It's kind of an obvious funny moment, but uh, and but it's 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 kind of topical because it involves mm, vision. Mm, mm. Uh, but the moment 
where Vision picks up Mjolnir. Is, oh. It's a classic moment. So yum, much yum. happens in just that moment, right? Like it demonstrates so much, but it's just the pure shock value on everyone's faces. And I remember just that, I remember in the cinema when that first happened, because when that film first came out, it, had, it, it was a mixed reception, let's be honest. It was a mixed reception. No, it was. When it came out, it, it had a mixed reception. I, I, no, I like it. I like yeah, it. I, I, I like it as a film. I like it as yeah. a film, especially, especially more now. It, it really mm. does. Like that, that opening scene, you just, you had no idea how much that opening scene with Tony having that vision was going to actually come true in Endgame. Like it, you, you were, it is just fantastic. And obviously I don't think, you know, the, the problematic filmmaker, another one um, who made Age of Ultron, I don't think he had in mind what they were going to do with Endgame. It was a nice little thing of like the people, uh, the Russo brothers going, okay, let's take that idea and build on it. And that is yeah. what that is yeah. our Endgame. That's what we're building towards. But the idea of like, how do we, how do we move on without having a lot of expositionary dialogue to make it make sense that they all of a sudden trust this robot that's been initially built by Ultron uh, that has now been turned on by the person who built Ultron. Like, there's so many reasons not to trust this new being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do we do that? Have him lift me on it. Yeah. And just everywhere, like Thor, then saying to Tony, "Well done." <laughs> it, it, it's just like so. It's like at that point because he was, you know, he was gonna hurt Tony earlier in that film. He was gonna hurt yeah, him, yeah, yeah. and now he's like, "Well done." Everyone like thinking that the the picking up Mjolnir was a bit of a, a gag and a party trick and all of that stuff, and now they're like, "Oh shit, oh shit!" And it's also just Vision's obliviousness to how important that that moment was. He was just like, look, just take this and, you know, I just love it so much. Well, he was born yesterday. He, <laughs> at that point, he was only like was five born, minutes yeah. old. Yeah. Just, <laughs> the cord was still plugged in. You know, he was still it's on charge. Right. But <laughs> it just it just was a standout, just the moment in the cinema when it happened, yeah. just everyone pissing themselves and it's more just that it was more not just the moment i just think the first time i saw it the experience of everyone loving that moment in the cinema and again yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. again one of those flowers in at the time other people I, I i i had a mixed reaction to it when i first saw it as i say i like it now i had a mixed reaction but that was a standout moment that made me go do you know what that's a reason to watch this film again good shout just for that love moment. it love it great shout mate that's a really good one. Give me your number three. Or was that? No. No, you know, yeah, yeah your number yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, do you know what? I, I've, I've, I've had two deaths so far. I need to lighten up. To lighten this up. Okay, so you're ready to, you, are you ready to be lightened up? Yeah, go on. So it's from the, it's from the movie Les Miserables. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes. That, that light-hearted light romp. <laughs> And my, oh God, here we go. Here we go. It's the scene where Javert throws himself off the bridge. You know the scene I'm talking about? 
I, I know the scene in the musical. I haven't actually watched the film. Oh, oh, wow. Right. So in the musical, you know how they, it's very well done in the musical. I love the way they do it in the musical of the bridge getting lifted up. So it's yeah, like yeah, he's yeah, falling. Yeah. yeah. So they do in, 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 in the movie, they, he throws himself off a bridge. And as he heads to the, like, this again, again, director sat down and went, do you know what we need? when he hits the bottom of the bridge what do we need thud <laughs> and a sickening crunch and you just like it's just like crunch like you can hear like his body like like you know like in jurassic park when you hear like the t-rex eating the lawyer and you can hear, hear yeah, the bones yeah. crunching that noise and you're thinking is there a dinosaur in that water eating Russell Crowe right now. <laughs> it's, it's so unnecessary. And like up that moment, because like in the musical, that's a big moment. And it's it's, a, it's an emotional moment because, you know, it's Javert realizing that, you know, he's he's just let go of the man that he's oh, he's been chasing his entire life. And, you know, he, 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 does he have it in him to forgive him? No, he doesn't. And he can't live of himself for being that person. And so he, and he kills himself. And it's a horrible thing, but mm-hmm. and a powerful emotional moment. Which is completely destroyed by the crunch. Like, just, what are you doing? I mean, to be fair, the director followed it up by putting cats in Converse. <laughs> so, look, do you, how, how do you think? Because I, I, I don't know if you've ever really watched, because, you know, I'm a sound guy, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an audiophile. I yeah, like you're, to, you're a good you guy, know. yeah. The, hey, hey. Thanks for listening, everyone. We're not even going to get to the end of the Fantastic Five now. Um, but, but, but <laughs> Try the feels. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, I like sound effects and I like finding out how sound, certain sound effects are made and the, 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 the art of Foley, as, yes. as it's called. Um, how do you think they did the sound? I genuinely think they must have slapped a piece of steak. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like... I think that you reckon was part they beat of the meat. Is that what you? I think they genuinely beat the meat to it, and then I, for the crunch, I don't know. Like stood on a Kit Kat. I don't know. Just like I was going to say, like what, what they could have done was, you know, uh, covered covered a, 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 a watermelon in crunchy nut cornflakes and just dropped yeah, it from a height. Yeah, pretty much. It was terrible. It's terrible. It's so funny though. It's so funny, and it shouldn't be funny. And it shouldn't. That moment should be emotional, but it's yeah. funny. Uh, incidentally, just a very quick tangent. My favorite piece of Foley mm-hmm. is from Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. Um, and it's, do you know the scene with the Gallimimus? And then the T-Rex comes bursting out and eats one of the Gallimimus. So, you know, you know the, the, the dinosaurs that run really, really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 and, yeah. And, and they they start running towards... Uh, at the, yeah, Al- they realize Al- it's a stampede and they're like, yeah, we've yeah, got to yeah. get out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. And then the T-Rex bursts out the bushes on the side and kills one of them. The sound of the T-Rex ripping apart one of the Gallimimus is Spielberg's dog. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Cute. Playing Aww. playing with a chew toy. Oh, that's funny. Oh, I like yep. it. Aww. Or a rope toy, you know, so there you go. Cute. Yeah. Very so nice. That's my number, that was my number three. What's your number two? My number two, uh, it's probably one of the most quotable moments ever. Um, and it's it's a joyful, it's another James Cameron. He features in, in our Fantastic mm-hmm. Five twice yeah. now. Uh, it's aliens. It's Fuck you, James Cameron. <laughs> it's uh, it's Hudson's breakdown in <laughs> Aliens. 
Really? It's like game over, man, game over, <laughs> and all of that. But it's no, the bit that makes me laugh. The standout moment is when Ripley says, "Look, Hudson, this little girl has lived here for weeks with no training, no mm. base, none mm. of this." Mm. And Hudson goes, well, "Why don't you put her in charge?" <laughs> <laughs> It's just him just full on defeated. And again, it's it stands out because, again, it's not a funny film. It's a cool no. film with some like action-y moments and the colonial marines are almost like too heterosexual for their, or too masculine for their own good or anything like that. So it's all a bit, it's all overcompensating kind of humour kind of thing because they're, they're making themselves laugh. They're not making us laugh, but they're making themselves laugh. It's like, have you ever been mistaken for a woman? No, have you? And all of that. It's, it's, it's not stuff that really makes us laugh, but that moment is there to make us laugh. The fact yeah. that this hardened soldier is losing his fucking mind yep, yep, after yep. being one of the cockiest guys on there. And then all of yeah. a sudden, he's just reduced to the point where he is willing to putting a 10-year-old girl in charge of the mission because he can't fucking handle it. And I love it. It's just, it does, it yeah. just stands out. It's a funny moment. It's a funny moment. Brilliant. I kind I of it. wish he survived. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just a, a, a quick tangent as well, myself. Um, did you know, because after watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the person who played young Garrett in Agents mm -hmm. of S.H.I.E.L.D., that was yeah. Bill Paxton's son. No way. That was Bill Paxton's son. That's amazing. Love it. So yeah, yeah, good tangent. Just a little little fact for you there. Yeah, there you go. Excellent. Excellent. Anyway, that was my number two. So my number one better be good. What's your number two? <sighs> number two. So this is an interesting scene. Uh, this is an interesting one. Um, it's Spider-Man 3. Oh, God. Just all of it. No. Um, it's, it's <laughs> Just a standout funny moment for two hours. Standout funny moment of Spider-Man 3. It's like, so a lot of people, this is an interesting laugh because this is not a laugh of joy. This is not a joyful laugh. This is a laugh of, oh my God, I can't believe it's this bad. Yeah. I cannot believe this is happening. Yeah. It's Emo Parker. Yeah. Emo Peter Parker. And like, yeah, how are we going to show he's been affected by Venom and he's been, and it's just, and it, the specific bit is, it's, he's walking down the street doing his, his whole pointing, yeah. like he's a Ghostbuster, but shit. Like, you know, <laughs> he's gone to the Black Parade, right? That's, you know, yeah. He's, yeah. he's walking down. And then he stands in the doorway and does the whole dancing, yeah. like, Oh, and it's just, I'm sitting there like, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it's like, how did we go from Spider-Man 2, which I still consider one of the best superhero movies that's been made. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. I think the Doc Ock in that is perfect. Yes. I think the story arc is perfect. I think it is one of the best superhero movies that has been made. How did we go from that to this? And... I know how we did. There's a whole yeah. backstory about it and we can talk about the yeah. producers and the execs yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. But as a person watching this in the cinema, I burst out laughing, not because it was funny, but because it was like, like it was a laugh of how the fuck did we get here? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there you go. That's, that's my standout funny moment, but funny in sort of a terrible way. 
Oh no, no, but it it, it is, it is. Uh, you should yeah. watch the how it should have ended uh, of of Spider Man Three. It's very yeah, very it funny. should have ended after Spider Man Two. That's how it should have ended. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good though. It's very good, and and, so and it's true. It's true. What's your number one? So my number one, my number one. Now this is definitely now for for a film that has so many intentionally funny bits. I'm still on the fence on whether this was intentionally funny. Okay. Um, Paul Verhoeven, right, is a filmmaker yeah. who is very good mm. at finding the funny in terrible moments, I will say. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, watch Starship Troopers. Yeah. I'm talking about Robocop. Oh. And I'm talking about a character called Emil. Uh-huh. Emil is the character who gets covered in toxic waste and starts to melt. Oh my God, yes. I mean, it is one of the funniest deaths I think I have ever seen. Even down to, um, uh, what's his name? Is it Ray Wise? I think I've got, yeah, got yeah. this name wrong, but Ray Wise, when he sees him, when he comes on, he's like, help me. And the face Ray Wise pulls, it's, it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious yeah, yeah and you yeah. just think i mean the guy's an arsehole the character is an absolute arsehole who deserves to die but it's yes. just the fact that he he ends up covered in this stuff he's melting like you see the bones of his fingers and the skin like hanging off it's just you see bits of his rib cage and it's just awful and gross and you shouldn't find it funny but it's hilarious. hilarious. And then he gets hit by a car and just bursts. <laughs> he just bursts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good number one, mate. Uh, it's, it's just, if there's ever a moment that will make you laugh and then your jaw just hits the floor, just like, how... How did this get made? How did they, how did they sit down and go, right, today... We're filming the melting sequence and now we're going to film the burst. Yep. It's just like they had to build that suit and they had to try and, you know, the the, the, the suit that obviously should, makes it look like he's yeah, melting. Yeah, yeah. And the idea that, they, that this effort that's gone into something so stupid, like they're sitting there and they're like, you know, I'm not sure if the eye looks manky enough. I think, can we add a little bit more mank to that eye? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, just amazing. the detail. I just It's 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 hilarious. It's one of my favourite deaths of all time and certainly one of the funniest standout moments of all time. Brilliant. Perfect. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, thank I love you. It. Thank you. Well done. Hit me with your number one, baby. <sighs> yeah, I called you baby. My number one. There's so many moments to choose from. This is a cult film. <laughs> You've seen this film. I, I have, but it's, yeah. uh, it's it was a long time ago. I, 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 I enjoyed watching the biopic of this film yes. more than I enjoyed the film itself. Oh, but the film is so funny. Because it's made, like, it's just, the, like, so, the, the, the film is the room to start off with, folks. Wasn't this in the your Fantastic Five last week? Potentially. <laughs> Potentially. But what was last week's Fantastic Five again? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the room is an event. Like, it's just... 
you know when you talk about like awful films i don't put the 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 room is is an awful film but i don't put it in the category of like that i would put in say biodome right biodome is yeah. genuinely an awful film yeah. right and the room is just somehow so bad it is incredible and it's one man's delusion as to why he should be like considered Lawrence Olivier. You know what I mean? Or <laughs> J- James Dean or whatever. He thinks he's like, I mean, he even uses James Dean's lines in the film, which is the, this is a hilarious thing. Anyway. The, you're tearing me apart, Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many scenes I could pick that are so funny, right? Like the scene where he goes to buy flowers. <laughs> yeah. Just why just hilarious the scene where the grandmother says yes i've got i've got breast cancer it's been confirmed and you're just like they're so blasé about talking about it and it's but it's hilarious how bad it is the sex scene like i could talk about like he why is why is he why is he fucking her belly button <laughs> right this it's just there's so much i could talk about right there's so much so much just hilarious i i mean the, the most famous one you know oh hi mark yeah, <laughs> like yeah. just I did not heat her. Heat I did her. not. I did not. Oh hi, Mark. Like it's just all of that I could talk about. But the one I'm gonna talk about is this. It's for some reason they're all in tuxedos. And for another reason, they all ha- they all go decide to go play f- throw a ball about in the alley yeah. behind the house. Yeah? Yeah. And they all go out there. And there's no real conversation. There's nothing happening in there that has any bearing on the movie whatsoever. Not that any scene has any bearing on the movie whatsoever. <laughs> right. And then one of the characters falls down and basically says, I'm go- I'm done. And then every all these grown men start going, what's wrong? You were chicken? Cheap, 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 cheap. <laughs> And it's just all these grown men going cheap, 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 cheap. It's the weirdest fucking thing. You don't know it's if so you're high or not funny. watching it. I, I just can't believe like how bad it is. And I love it. I love how bad it is. And I love that it's given us a disaster artist because that is a phenomenal mm-hmm. film. Yes. Like it's so good. And like, it's just... If you have like if you haven't seen the room yet, it's you have to. Yeah. Like, I think everyone has to see the room. It's 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 phenomenal how bad it is. It's 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 interesting for like film school people yeah. to to actually because some of it is is made in a film school way. Like they 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 are they are they are trying. Some of them are trying their fucking best, yeah. you yeah. know, to get the shots right, and they are doing certain things completely correct. But also completely Tommy. wrong. Yeah. And also Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. I mean, as, as we've said before, and I think we said this last week, he, it's the producers. He was trying to make yeah. something so bad that it was notorious. Yeah. But Springtime for Hitler, but springtime for Wiesau. Yeah. So that is my number one. It's fantastic. As I, as I said, the whole film could be a standout movie moment. Oh, it's so good though. Like it's so good in a bad way. And if and once you've watched the room, make sure you watch the disaster artist. Yes. Like it's actually stunningly good. Yeah. Stunningly good. Um so yeah. There you go. Good fantastic five. Very good fantastic five. I'm happy with that. 
When your brain is in a twist Cause you've got to make a list Of the best things of all time Or the worst things we can find It's a fair and fabulous Phenomenal Fantastic Five <laughs> What a week, buddy What a week indeed But it, it, yeah. it's been fun It's been fun We've had some laughs we got you know some what's going to be really weird? Conversation out as well. If we watch like Snowpiercer next week and we both hate it and mm. we decide not to talk about it, we're only going to talk about one division. True. No, I know. I, 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 this is, I mean, that's it. I've got to say, this is one of the reasons why I brought it up. I was like, I watched the Mortal Kombat trailer. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll be fine. We'll be fine. It'll be, you'll be fine. I'm, do you know what? I'm sure Snowpiercer will improve. I, part of me doesn't care if it does or not, because yeah. as you said, uh, I'll watch it till the end of this season. And depending on what it's setting up for season three, that will determine whether I watch it or not. But I, I have I have reached a point where I don't care if I actually watch next week or not. So well, <laughs> on that bombshell, <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed this podcast more than we've enjoyed Snowpiercer. <laughs> That's the end. That's the end. Thank you very much for listening, folks. As I say, I hope you enjoyed it. As always, if you have, if you haven't already, make sure you hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. Leave a review for us. Reviews help us climb the rankings and get more people listening in to the podcast. And one more thing you can do is tell your friends and family about this podcast. If you've enjoyed it, let them know you're listening to it and let them know that they can listen to it too. How could they let them know, Matt? They can let them know by sharing the link on Facebook. They can share it on Twitter. They can put it in the link in their bio in Instagram because that is the only way you can share a link on Instagram unless you have 10,000 followers. So <laughs> that's absolutely true, by the way. You can't share a link in your stories unless you have 10,000 followers. Fuck you, Instagram. Anyway, another thing you can do, you can follow me and Rick on Twitch if you want to throw some suggestions at us. Uh, you can talk to us in the chat there. But definitely another more effective way is to subscribe to our Patreon. Subscribe to the Patreon. That'll give you access to the Discord. You can throw suggestions for Fantastic Five in there. You can throw suggestions on topics. If there's something that you would like us to talk about and you want to get our opinion on it, join the Patreon, join the Discord, and that way you can you you can bend our ear there. You can get our attention there. That is how you can find us. And with all of those things, the Facebook, the Twitters, the Twitches, the Instagrams, the Patreons, and all of that stuff, just Google the Geekatorium. I don't think there's anything else that is going to come up on that search. And if there is, do you know what? Oh, I, I, I think I told you about this. How brilliant was it in uh, Disenchantment when there was actually something called the Gorkatorium? And yes, I just, I, yes, I just was like, I think Matt Groening listens to us. Absolutely. 100% does. <laughs> please, please. Matt Groening, if you're listening, do you want to come and be on the show? Give us a show. No, give us a show. <laughs> give us a show for crying out loud. <laughs> I don't mind. Us. I don't mind if I'm a yellow character, a green character. I could be. I could be any character. I could be in the Simpsons, Disenchantment, listen, or mate, Futurama. Listen, listen, mate. Yes. As the uh, as the as the Asian co-host here. No, not that I, kind of yellow. Fuck. I, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, folks. We'll uh, we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.